Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in this morning to the P40 Ministries podcast. As always, I am your host, Jen here. And I wanted to tell you guys that I updated my uh, mission statement and also my objective statement and vision statement. And those are all available at p40ministries.com. So take a look at those. I've recently been working through a book my husband gave me, and it's called um, The Business Boutique by Christy Wright. And she is part of the Dave Ramsey Association, I think. It's been really great and really helpful for me. And it helped me discover why I do what I do. So I wrote a blog post about that on Saturday and also updated the mission statements and stuff like that. So definitely take a look at that on the website, www.p40ministries.com slash the blog. And you can read my brand new why statement and why I started P40 Ministries and why basically I do what I do. (laughs) I'm not going to explain it right here on this podcast this morning because we are here to listen to the Bible and to read the Bible together. So let's go ahead and read Genesis chapter 45 verses 16 through 28 this morning. I will be reading, as I always do, out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. The report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house saying, Joseph's brothers have come. It pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this. Load your animals and go. Travel to the land of Canaan. Take your father and your households and come to me, and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and you will eat the fat of the land. Now you are commanded to do this. Take wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. Also, don't concern yourselves about your belongings, for the good of the land of Egypt is yours. The sons of Israel did so. Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them provisions for the way. He gave each of them changes of clothing, but to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. He sent the following to his father, ten donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and provision for his father by the way. So he sent his brothers away and they departed. He said to them, see that you don't quarrel on the way. They went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan to Jacob, their father. They told him saying, Jacob is still alive and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. His heart fainted, for he didn't believe them. They told him all of the words of Joseph, which he had said to them. When he saw the wagons, which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. You remember from the last episodes that we were talking about was that Joseph was testing his brothers, pretending like he didn't know them when he very well did. And of course, his brothers did not recognize Joseph. So he was pretending he was this great Egyptian official, which he was, but he was pretending like he was a complete and total stranger to them. 
and he was speaking in Egyptian to them. He had a translator and all sorts of stuff. He was really making it seem like he was not their brother. And this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to see where his brother's hearts were. And so he does all these tests, these various tests, and he was especially testing them when it came to Benjamin because Benjamin was the youngest brother and Joseph had an inkling that Benjamin was definitely the favored child because Benjamin did not come with the other brothers the first time they had come to Egypt. And also Benjamin was, well, honestly, Jacob never changed. Benjamin was Joseph's other brother. So Joseph probably assumed that Benjamin, being Joseph's brother, like full brother, was going to be the most favored child, which he was. And so now Joseph finally reveals himself to his brothers in Genesis 45. And we talked about that on Friday when I had that guest speaker on who was my mom or Terry was with me. And uh, we talked a lot about Joseph revealing himself to his brothers. So now in verse 16, all the way through 28, it says that Pharaoh actually heard that Joseph's brothers were nearby. And it says in verse 16, the report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house saying, Joseph's brothers have come. And I'm guessing for sake of misinterpretation, the author of Genesis wrote Joseph rather than Joseph's Egyptian name, which I, I, I can't remember what it was. Rosh Pash Panea, something like that. I can't remember specifically, but it says here, Joseph, Joseph's brothers have come, which is what the servant told Pharaoh. And probably the servant used Joseph's Egyptian name, but for sake of not misunderstanding, like I said, uh, the, the author probably just used the name Joseph here. So it says Joseph's brothers have come and it says that it pleased Pharaoh very well and also his servants. Because perhaps Pharaoh and his servants knew Joseph's story. I mean, Joseph has been with Pharaoh for probably nine years now because there was seven years of plenty. And now we've learned that this is two years into the famine. So yes, Joseph has been probably great friends with Pharaoh for nine years now. And I'm sure Pharaoh has heard Joseph's story from top to bottom. And so he probably knows perhaps how upset Joseph was and this reconciliation Joseph is having with his family is probably very exciting for Joseph and so Pharaoh knows that so Pharaoh himself and all of Pharaoh's servants are very pleased that Joseph is uh, back together with his family once again and so it says that it pleased Pharaoh very well and so Pharaoh called Joseph into his home and he was like tell your brothers do this load your animals go travel to the land of Canaan so basically everything Joseph had, had already told his brothers to do and he's like and take your father and your households come to me and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt and you will eat the fat of the land now Pharaoh seems like just from this brief encounter we really have with Pharaoh, he seems like he's a pretty decent guy and he seems to really like Joseph and really care about Joseph and is probably very good friends with Joseph. Now, of course, Pharaoh is Pharaoh. So next, he he actually commands Joseph to do something. So you have to remember that though they were probably good friends, Pharaoh was still the Pharaoh and he was still able to command Joseph to do things. But he commands him to do something so splendid. He commands Joseph to take wagons out of the land of Egypt and those would be for the little ones and for the wives and for the father so that they could all come to Egypt. And it says that the best of the land would be for Joseph's family. And also Pharaoh in verse 20 says that Joseph's family does not need to concern 
with their belongings. They don't need to pack up every single thing that they own because the best of the land in Egypt is going to be theirs. So he commands Joseph to just do this fantastic thing. I'm sure Joseph is extremely thankful, uh, very happy to have such a good friend in the Pharaoh. And uh, he's very happy with um, with Pharaoh's commandment to him. And so he does everything that, that Pharaoh commands. It says that Joseph gave his family wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh, and he gave them provisions for the way. And so he gives them all of these splendid gifts. It says that he gave each one of them changes of clothing. But right here, it's kind of a funny verse in verse 22. It says, but to Benjamin, he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. So my first thought was, why would Joseph do this? Because that was kind of the, the, problem that had started this whole thing was the favoritism. And Joseph is now almost kind of showing favoritism to his brother. And so I looked this up and I I found so many different ideas and topics and uh, explanations as to why Joseph might have done this. And so one of the biggest ones was that um, 300 pieces of silver was 10 times the amount of um, a slave. And Benjamin was the only one, the only brother that had not chosen to, to sell Joseph into slavery and kind of Reuben too, also sort of. But I was reading something that the Talmud says um, that there was an ancient custom that if a person sold a Jewish person into slavery to a Gentile person, the law would be that that person who sold that Jewish slave into Gentile slavery would have to uh, potentially pay back 10 times the amount for that slave. Now, slaves typically in biblical times went for about 30 pieces of silver. Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver. So I'm not quite sure how much I agree with this statement, but I should I was still thinking about throwing it out there. So it was almost like a picture of Joseph buying himself back, giving the money to Benjamin because Benjamin was the only one who had not sold him into slavery, but giving um, Benjamin 30 pieces of silver for each brother that had betrayed him and almost like buying himself back in a sense and not forcing his brothers to buy him back. So like I said, that's kind of out there. I'm not quite sure how much I believe that. Perhaps he trusts his brothers enough here that he wants to give his full brother, Benjamin, more gifts because he hasn't seen Benjamin in so long. It is his full brother. He wants to give Benjamin these gifts. And the other explanation is just he's testing his brothers once again. He wants to see what's going to happen if they're going to make it all the way home to tell their father or if Benjamin is somehow just going to disappear on the way home. And I don't know how much I believe that either, though that could be the case because uh, Joseph has been testing his brothers this whole time. So it could be the case, but I don't know if he'd it would be wise to put Benjamin in harm's way on the way home, but maybe he's he's holding out hope. But in verse 24, the reason many people believe that, that Joseph is still testing his brothers by giving Benjamin more things is because of what he says here in verse 24. He says to his brothers as they're leaving, see that you don't quarrel on the way, on the way home. So he's almost like telling his brothers, though I gave Benjamin more, make sure you don't quarrel on the way home. But to me, and this is just my own opinion, I just think that he was so happy to see Benjamin because it said earlier 
in, um, I believe it was Genesis 44, that Joseph yearned for his brother. And when he said his brother, that was Benjamin. He yearned for his full brother. He loved his brother so much. He hadn't seen him in 20 years. Benjamin was probably a young child when Joseph was sold into slavery. So he never got the chance to have that relationship with Benjamin. But he did have a relationship with his other brothers since Joseph was one of the youngest brothers, minus Benjamin, of course. He was able to have a relationship with his other brothers, but not so much Benjamin. So seeing his brother just moved him to so much emotion that he just wanted his brother near him. So he gives his brother uh, these things. And so, which honestly is kind of natural. You're going to give your own brother probably more rather than your um honestly, your half brothers that sold you into slavery. Let's be honest here. So, and I think he's almost being kind of snarky here in verse 24, because it says, see that you don't quarrel on the way. I think he's kind of joking with his brothers there. And that, to me, that was what I saw when I read this. I kind of chuckled in when I was uh, reading verse 24 to myself. I was like, see that you don't quarrel on the way. Ha ha. I think that that was just kind of Joseph teasing his brothers being like, okay, make sure you don't sell people into slavery on your way home. (laughs) But that, of course, is just my own personal opinion here about why Joseph might have given his youngest brother uh, more than the other brothers. So after this, it says that uh, the brothers went out of Egypt and they came into the land of Canaan to Jacob, their father. And they told Jacob, they said that Joseph is still alive. He is ruler over all the land of Egypt. Now, Jacob, it says that his heart fainted. And I don't know if that means that he fainted or if he was just like practically on the verge of a heart attack. Or I don't know what happened with Jacob here. But he was so upset at the the, the sons. He didn't believe them that his heart fainted. And it says that he ref- like he did not believe his sons, but they were insistent. They were all insistent. And they told Jacob about all the wonderful things of Egypt and about the words of Joseph and everything that he said. And they showed their father all of the um, carriages that they had brought with them and the wagons. And it says that finally, when Jacob saw all the wagons from Egypt. Now, remember, wagons from Egypt would have been crazy because Egypt was the most powerful nation on earth, I believe at that point. And so having a chariot from Egypt um, would have been just insane. It would have been uh, like, like a Lamborghini or something like that. It would have just been really, really cool. And so when Jacob sees all of these wagons from Egypt to carry him and his family into Egypt, he finally believes the brothers because where where would they have gotten all those wagons and all those donkeys and stuff like that so he finally believes the words of his sons and it says that the spirit of Jacob their father revived and one thing that is just really fascinating to me is in verse 27 the bible here calls him Jacob it says the spirit of Jacob revived and then in verse 28 it says Israel said It is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. So they switch his name from Jacob, the one who is wrestling with God, to Israel, the one who is finally believing. Jacob had been wrestling. He had been so upset. He had been showing so much favoritism to Benjamin during these 20 years that Joseph was gone that he was Jacob once again. But then, now he's Israel once his heart is revived. 
and he finally believes in God's plan. It says, Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. So this is the end of Genesis chapter 45, um, and we will discuss Genesis chapter 46 on Wednesday. So join me then at 6 a.m. Also, once again, go to my website, www.p40ministries.com slash the blog. Take a look at the uh, new blog post I wrote on Saturday and the updated mission statement. But friends and faithful listeners, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Monday. Happy listening and 